This is KMTT, Kimitzion Tetzei Torah. Zman Elul, Chodesh Elul, Tavshin Samachtet. Rabbi Yair will be on Wednesdays. He'll be learning Hilchot Tshuva. I would like to begin with what at first glance seems to be a peripheral issue. The Rambam concludes Hilchot Tshuva with a detailed description of the idea of being over Hashem Ava. Uh, within the context of talking about Schava Onesh, so the Rambam in Perik Yud, the concluding chapter of Hechos Tshuva, writes, Ah, Yomar Adam, Hareini Yosemet Svot HaTorah, Vosek Bechachmata, Kedesh HaKabel HaBrachot, or not, you know, I shouldn't be doing the mitzvot and doing what it says in the Torah in order to, to get all the schar and Olam Haba and, the, and, and all the blessings. Ve'efrosh min ha'averot she'ezhir ha'torah mehem, k'deish an'atzel min ha'klalot ha'ktuvah pa'torah, or k'deish lo'a chareid mi'chayi olam haba, and I shouldn't be uh, avoiding all the the averot, all the sins, in order to avoid the klalot in the Torah, the curses in the Torah, in order to avoid not uh, not not getting kares. Ein ra'u la'avodet Hashem al derech zeh. This is not a proper way to be over Hashem. Sha'ovid al derech zeh hu ovid mi'ira. That's considered avodas Hashem mi'ira from from fear. Ve'ina malat hanaviyim v'lo malat chachamim. It's not the level that we expect from wise people, and it wasn't the malah of the prophets. Ha'ovid mi'ava. Because at the beginning, when you have somebody who's young and doesn't understand, so you begin, you begin, and you have him be over Hashem, and eventually he'll learn and begin to appreciate and start being over Hashem, right, from, from love. And then the Rabbim says, Ha'oved mi'ava, a person who is over Hashem Mi'ava, out of love, he does it not because he's afraid of hate, not because he wants to get a schar, he does things which are true because they are true, because they are right. He does things which are right because they are right. And in the end, you know, he will also benefit from them, but that's not the motivating factor. And this is a very, very lofty, lofty level. Not every chacham, not every wise person achieves this. This is the level that was attained by Avram Avinu. And this is what it says in Kriyashma, that you should love HaKadosh Baruch Hu B'chol Levavcha, B'chol Nafshecha, U'b'chol Me'odecha. U'b'zman she'yahavet Hashem avaruya miyah yaseh kol mitzot me'ava. And if you have a great love for Hashem, then as a result you're going to do all the mitzot me'ava. And then the Rambam goes ahead and, and describes passionately the type of Ava that you should have for Hashem. The Kate said he Ava Haruya, what is the proper type of love? Hu Shayohavit Hashem Avagdola Yitera Rabba Azad Maot. You should love a Baruchu 
a great and, and, and passionate and strong love, profound love. Your nefesh should be tied, should be into, involved in, with, with love of Hashem. As if you're, you're, you're lovesick. Somebody is lovesick, so he's always thinking about the person that he loves. When he's sitting, when he's standing, when he's, when he's, when he's eating, when he's drinking. You know, the, the love of HaKadosh Baruch Hu should be greater than that. When Shalom Melech writes in Shir Hashim, I'm lovesick, referring to the relationship between him and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Knesset Yisrael and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's referring to the love that one should have for Hashem. And then the Rambam continues and goes on and on and on about Avas uh, about Hashem, not going to read all the, all the Prakim, but the entire last parak is dedicated to this. And, it, and then he concludes, in other words, you're supposed to leave everything else and, and, and be dovek in HaKadosh Baruch Hu and think only about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that way you achieve Ava. Okay? The only way that you can have this complete and total love of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which you think only about Him, is if you know and, and appreciate and understand HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The level of the knowledge that you know HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you understand, you've, you, you're able to mean Masik HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's the level that you're also able to love HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore, you should, you should spend time to understand and to appreciate HaKadosh Baruch Hu to the best of one's ability, as we explained in Hechot Yisod Torah. And here is basically the point that I wanted to, to raise. As we explained in Hechot Yisod Torah. In other words, basically, what's What's interesting, or actually what's curious, is that this whole discussion of Avas Hashem was, is already found in Hechos Yisori Torah. And truth be told, that's really where the discussion should be. In Hechos Yisori Torah, the Rambam at the beginning of each section of Halachos, he talks about the mitzvahs that he's going to explain in that section of Halachos. In Hechos Yisori Torah, he writes, Yesh Bechalon, Eser Mitzvot. Sheish Mitzvot Asei, Arba Mitzvot Lot Asei. What are the Mitzvot Asei? Leida Sheish Shemeloka, to be, to understand, to know that, that, that's HaKash Baruch Hu. Shalom Ya'alem Machshoto Sheish Ola Zulati Hashem. You shouldn't think or consider that there's any other God. Le'yachado, to me'yachad Hashem, there's only one. La'ahavo, avas Hashem, li'ram menu, yiras Hashem, le'kadishmo. In other words, where does the Rambam talk about the mitzvah of avas Hashem? In Hilchos Yisari HaTorah. Not in Hilchos Shuvah, in Hilchos Yisari HaTorah. And when we look at Hilchos Yisari HaTorah in Perek Beis, so the Rambam begins, Hakel, hanichbar, hanorah, hazeh, mitzvah la'ahavo, 
ולירא ממנו ושנאמר ואהבת את השם אלוקיך ונאמר את השם אלוקיך תירא. So the Raman talks about the mitzvot of Avas Hashem and Yiros Hashem in Hechos Yisari Torah. And he continues in the next halacha, Heichya derech lavatov yirato. How is one to achieve Avas Hashem and Yiros Hashem? B'shashit bonein adam masav uvuvav haniflaim. You look at the at the universe. You look at the, what what Hakadosh Baruch Hu created. Yiramihem chachmatal. You 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 begin to understand how how wise how infinitely wise Hakadosh Baruch Hu is. She'ein la erech vokets. Miyaru hoheiv mshabech mfa'er mitavet havagdola leidashem gadol gadol. And because it's it's such infinite wisdom, so you want to know more. You want to appreciate. K'mosha amad David sama nafshi lo lokim lokelchai. My 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 nefesh is thirsty for God. And then ukesham achashay b'dvarim elu atzmam. When you begin to think about how great Hakadosh Baruch Hu is, miyad hu nirtal laachorav viyarevi yifachev yodesh shubiyaktana shvela shvela. All of a sudden, also you, you you make the about face turn and and you achieve a very high level of yiras Hashem and pachan. You realize how small you are and how insignificant you are, and 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 therefore the Rambam here describes avas Hashem and yiras Hashem together because they come together. And then the Rambam goes ahead and for two prakim talks about the universe and the Bria and the Galgalim and, and, and how brilliant the entire universe that Akashvach created was. That's basically all of Perak Beis and Hathis Torah, all of Perak Gimel. So he discussed Abbas Hashem basically in two halachas or one and a half halachas within the context of Yeras Hashem integrated with Yeras Hashem. And then at the end of, you know, so that, that you have in Perak, uh, Bays, most Perak Bays, Perak Gimel, Perak Dalid, and then all the way at the end of Perak Dalid, the Rambam writes in Halachid Bays, Bizman, Shadamit, Ponemit, Varm all these things that I explained for three prakim, about how the universe works, and how the Galgalim turn around, and how brilliant it all is, and how great it all is, and how infinitely wise HaKadosh Baruch Hu is. Umakir kol abuim mimalach v'galgal v'adam uchyotze bo v'yirech achmato shal HaKadosh Baruch Hu b'chol yitzrim v'chol abuim you appreciate and you you get, get a glimpse of, the, of how infinitely wise HaKadosh Baruch Hu is. Mosif ava l'makom v'tetzma'a nafsho v'yichmeh b'sarol l'ahov ha'makom Baruch Hu. Then you have a great thirst and, and, and a passion to, to love HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and also, you also become, you have Yiras Hashem, because you are nothing in, in, in comparison to the infinite God. And that's it. That's, you know, the Rambam has basically um, two halachas that deal with Avas Hashem. When Avas Hashem is generated by looking at the Bria, and he dedicates three prakim to describing the Bria, and uh, and Avas Hashem is not described independently, but together within the context of Yiras Hashem, looking at the, the at the entire cosmos, basically that that generates two opposite feelings that somehow go together: Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem. So the Rambam here, it's, you know, describes Avas Hashem very very impressively, but nowhere near what he does in Hilchos Tshuva. 
Shiishka batamid, choli avani, like like a man who loves a, a, a woman and is lovesick. None of that appears in in Hilchos Yisari Torah. should be the primary place where the Ram describes avas Hashem, and we find that the description at the end of Hilchos Tshuva is is much more comprehensive. He discusses only Avas Hashem. He doesn't inter- intertwine it with Yiras Hashem, but only Avas Hashem. And it's a much, much more passionate description of Avas Hashem. Love for a woman, not, you know, this, you know, intellectual love. But nevertheless, it's not just looking at the cosmos, but understanding and appreciating HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself. And that creates a great love of Hashem. So, so the, the description is much more comprehensive in Hilchos Tshuva. It's much more passionate in Hilchos Tshuva. It discusses Avas Hashem as, as an independent mitzvah, not integrated with Yiras Hashem. And the question is, why did the Ram do this? Or let me phrase the question differently. Is perhaps this idea of Avas Hashem somehow connected to Tshuva itself? Is this their relationship to Tshuva and Avas Hashem? And is that maybe the reason why the Rambam has such a passionate and comprehensive discussion of Avas Hashem? Because it's integral to the entire idea of Tshuva. You know, if I, I want to reformulate the, the question. Now, there's no doubt that one, you know, can, you know, maybe perhaps ignore these questions and look at the Rambam at the end of Fuchal Tshuva as being something peripheral that came up within the context of the discussion of Scharva Onesh and why was he so detailed? I don't know, uh, but you know, and, and why do you discuss Ava over here? Because he's also introducing Sefer Ava. This is the last, this is the last halach, these are the last halachas in, in Sefer Amada, and he also likes to introduce the next Sefer, which is Sefer Ava, and therefore he discusses Ava Sashem. But such a detailed description, and so out of context, when one of the brilliant things about the Rambam is how he was misader, his halachas, is certainly something which is curious, and it's certainly uh, allows us to maybe perhaps um, think a little bit about whether the idea of Avas Hashem independently is a primary factor within the context of the world of Tshuva. That being said, let's take a look at what the Rambam writes in the Zion. The Rambam in Perak Zayin, Halach Avav, writes, Gedola tshuva shemekarevet et ha'adam l'shechina, great is tshuva that brings man close to the shechina, to the divine presence. Shenema tshuva Yisrael ad Hashem lokecha. Because the term is tshuva Hashem until God, until you reach God. And then he calls another different psukim. Hatshuva mekarevet etarachokim. Tshuva makes those who are distant close. Emesh hayaza sanui lefnei hamakom. Yesterday, this person was hated by Kaddish Baruch Hu. Mishukatz meruchak v'toyva. He was an abomination. He was removed. Vayom hu ahuv v'nechmad karov yedid. And today he is loved. He is close. He's a friend. 
וכן אתה מוצא, אוקיי, אני אעביר את זה עוד פעם. ואז הרמב״ם, בהלכה זין, אומר, כמה מעולה מעלת התשובה? How lofty is the ma'alah, is the degree of tshuva? Emesh hayazeh, yesterday hayazeh, muvdal me'ashem elokei Yisrael. Shneemar avonotechem ayum avdilim b'nechem. Yesterday he was separated from God because his sins separated between him and God. So eg ve'edon ne'eneh, he would cry out to Kadosh Baruch, will not be answered. Shneemar ki tabut filayin enim shomea. When I, when I, when I'm marbe b'tfilay, I pray a lot, I'm not answered. עושה מצוות, תופים אותם, he does מצוות and they are ripped up, they're not accepted. והיום, and today, הוא מודבק בשכינה, he's connected to the שכינה, שנאמר, אתם מדבק עם השם אלוקיכם, צועק ונהנה מיד, he calls out to הקדוש ברוך הוא and he's answered right away. ואתם יקרא ואני אענה, עושה מצוות, מקבלים אותם בנחת, בשמחה, etc. He does mitzvot, and they're accepted right away. The Rambam of these two different halachas, one comes right after the other, seems to be redundant. Yesterday he was removed, and today he's closed. And the Rambam says it in two separate halachas. Why doesn't he integrate it all together? Yesterday he was removed from a Kodesh Baruch Hu, Gudol HaTshuva, Shemekarevet Et Adam L'Shechina, right? Yesterday he was Yassanui, and today he's loved. Yesterday... You know, he's, he, he, he davened, and today his feels are accepted. Why does the Ramam separate this into two different halachas? One, you know, gdola tshuva, the other, kamam u'ulem malata tshuva. And it seems that there's a difference in the nuance between these two different halachas. In halacha vav, the Rambam discusses only the connection and the relationship between man and HaKadosh Baruch He doesn't discuss mitzvos. He doesn't discuss averos. He doesn't discuss. He, he simply discusses the, the the connection, the the, the individual connection kaviyachal between man and God. Yesterday he was removed, and today he's close. Gedolot shuvah shemakarevet et haadam l'shchina. התשובה מקרבת את הרחוקים. You are far, you are distant, now you're close. אמש היה זה שנוא, you were hated. והיום הוא אהוב, today you're loved. So the Rambab here doesn't talk, say a word about myself. He's only talking about the relationship between man and God. In the next halacha, he talks about external things that separate you. Your Averos are separating you. There was some external factor that separates you. What's that external factor? You're, you're a Chataim. Right? You did mitzvahs, they weren't accepted. You davened, it wasn't accepted. He's talking about external things, but he's not talking about the relationship between man and God itself. But he's talking about other external things that are, that are a function of that relationship. He's discussing whether your missiles will be accepted. He's discussing whether your averos are, are some kind of a separation. But he's not discussing the separation per se. And to a certain extent, these two halachas are parallel to the two halachas that deal with tshuva in the Shemona Esri. In the Shemona Esri, we have two different brachos. 
we have Hashivenu Avinu Lesorasecha, Kavinu Malkin Lavodasecha, Hachsivenu Tshuva Shlema Lefanecha, Baruch HaTashem Arotzebe Tshuva. What does the first bracha say? It's praying to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should return us to the Torah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu should, should, should make us close to His Avoda, and, and return us to Him. Not a word is said about Chet, it's all coming close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, His Word, and His Avodah. It's a relationship between man and God. And what's the second bracha? Slach lanu avinu ki chatanu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, forgive us, for we have sinned. Bechalan walkenu ki fashanu. Ki keel tovus lechata. Here we're talking all of a sudden about sins. And what we seem to have over here is that tshuva in its ideal state is not is not how the Ram describes tshuva at the beginning of Vivos tshuva. The Ram over there writes, "Kol mitzvot shvatora bein asei bein lo tasei imavah adam alachat mihem bein bezadom bein meshkaga." When when you did a chait, "Kishayaset tshuva v'yashuv mechet o." What does tshuva mean according to the Rambam in Halacha Aleph? Being returning from chait. You did a chait. And I have to return from chait. You say vidway on the chait, you have charat on the chait, you have kabbalah lahaba, and basically tshuva is returning from chait. What the Rabbim is describing in Perak Zayin is not returning from chait, but returning to Akarish Baruch Hu. What does tshuva mean? Tshuva means returning from God. You're no longer close to God. You're alienated from God. You're removed. You're a sonoy, and now you're ahuv. What we have in the first brach is Hashavenu Avinu L'Sorasecha. What is the major motivating factor in the ideal sense, in the ideal tshuva? It's the idea of, the, of, of man wanting to return to God. And then reali- man realizes that, that the way to return to God is to be shav michet o. But the main motivating factor is the fact that all of a sudden man, man realizes that he can no longer approach God. That he's been separated from the source of his entire, uh, of his entire life. And therefore he wants to return. And therefore, And therefore, what do I do? Therefore, I take a look. I do a chesbara nefesh. I see what kind of chatayim are separating to me and God, and I do and, 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 and I do and I do tshuva on those chatayim. But why do I do tshuva on those chatayim? Because of a specific chait, or because of a general feeling of alienation, of of, of being of being sent to galus from kaviyachol. Not, not being in the presence of the Shekhinah, in the presence of God, close to God, not being able to talk to God, to daven to God, but rather to be removed, to be alienated, to be sent away. The man who wants to come close to God, because of Avas Hashem, does tshuva from Chataim. On the other hand, there's also, that's tshuva miyava. On the other hand, there's also tshuva miyira. Somebody did a chait. He's worried about Onesh. And therefore, he does tshuva on that It's a very, very local tshuva. It's not within a broader context of Avas Hashem. It's what's called tshuva miyira. There's a Gemara in Yoma, Daf Pei Vav a very famous Gemara. 
The Gemara has a whole discussion about the difference between Kamiava, Kamiyira, Chuva, Miava, Chuva, Miyira. I'll just quote one particular section. Amrish Shlakish. Gedolot Chuva Shizdonot Nasalo Kishkagot. Greatest Chuva that that Chataim sins which a man did, Bemezid, after Chuva, God will look at them as being done Bishogeg, being done not intentionally but unintentionally. Even though it's an avon, which is b'meizid, which was intentional, it's looked at as a stumbling block. Somebody trips over something which is always unintentional. How is that possible? Greatest tshuva, that things that you did intentionally become, a Baruch will look at them as as chuyot, as things that are Merits as opposed to credit. Shnemau v'shuva sham yishato v'asamishpar utztakalim lo kasha kamiava kamira. When you do tshuva miava, then your sins become actually redefined as merits. However, when you do tshuva miira, then a kashbach will view things which you did intentionally as unintentional. Because you have these two different concepts of tshuva mi'ava and tshuva mi'ira. Tshuva mi'ira is a local tshuva on specific chatayim. That's what the Ramam describes at the beginning of Hilchos tshuva. When you did a chet, u'kshashav mi'cheto, then you, then you have charat on the avar, you have kabbalah on the asid. That's a very, very local tshuva, and you're returning from a chet. On the other hand, there's a different idea of tshuva, v'shavta arashem kecha, in which man wants to come back and return to God. And because he wants to turn to God, therefore he does he does tshuva on the chatayim. But the, the motivating factor is not a local issue of yiras hachet and a specific chet, but rather avas Hashem, a great passionate love of Hashem, a man that feels that he no longer can, can approach Hakadosh Baruch Hu. He's removed. He's alienated, and he wants to come back. And because of that, he does tshuva. He does tshuva for all his chatayim. But the motivating factor. Is the is the ratzon is hashivenu avinu the sorosecha vachsirenu b'shvashlem alafanecha and therefore slachlanu avinu kichatanu. So that's what you have in the Rambam. First of all, gedolat tshuva shemakarvus hashadam l'shchina. Tshuva is great because it's a way of getting closer to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And then he says, and therefore, if you do tshuva. Then it takes away the mitzvahs that are separating. Your, your, it takes away the avarice that separate between you and God. The mitzvahs that you do will be accepted. You know, all the externals will work out as well. Your tefillahs will be accepted. But the main existential issue of whether man feels that he's close to God or is close to God or not close to God, that's the, that's, that's what the Ram begins with. Obviously, you know, if, from this perspective, we understand that the Rambam discussing Avas Hashem at the end of Hilchos Tshuva is not incidental and it's not simply peripheral but it's something which is central to the entire idea of Tshuva in the ideal sense. It is the motivating act, uh, motivating one of the, it is one of the central motivating reasons for Tshuva. And when the Ram describes you know, that you shouldn't be over Hashem Miyira and that's simply from Giras and because you want to get you want to get you want to get schar. 
you know, that's also not only Avodah Hashem in general, but that's also Tshuva. There's also Tshuva Meira, so that you shouldn't get Chait. There's also Tshuva Meira, so that you should get Schar. But that's what the Ram describes as the level of Ketanim. Begin with that. Do that Shalashma. But that is not, that's Avodah Meira. But in its ideal sense, just like you should be over Hashem Meava, so too Tshuva should be Meava. And in order for Tshuva should be Meava, man has to feel that all of a sudden he's, you know, he, he, he's lost without, without HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore the detailed description at the end of Hilchos Tshuva, which is not only more detailed and more comprehensive, but more, much more passionate as well. And it comes, and it's not connected with Yira, but as an independent, you know, feeling on the part of man that he wants to be close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In its ideal sense, that's what tshuva is. So what we we found is that there really there, there, there are two different types of tshuva. There's a local tshuva on chait, which we can call tshuva miyira, that you did a chait and you worry about onesh and you want mitz and you want schar, and therefore you do tshuva on a local chait, or a lot of different local chataim. It's irrelevant. Al chait shechatanu in this and in that and that, and then there's another tshuva, which is much more comprehensive, much more broad. Tshuva miava. Which, which, you know, all of a sudden the, the entire process of tshuva, you know, the, the fact that man did a chait and all of a sudden that, that pushes man to come close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, all of a sudden in retrospect we look at the chataim not as shkagos, but we look at the chataim as, 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 uh, as Because the chataim were part of a process that brought man close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu because all of a sudden because of the chataim he felt alienated and that created the passional push of man to return to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. So when Shuvah Shuvah Mi'ava, the past, the Chataim, are viewed at as Zechuyos because the alienation itself is what motivated man to come close. But when man does Shuvah Mi'ira, and he's just afraid of the Onesh, so then a Kaddish Baruch Hu looks at the Chataim that he did, since he did Shuvah, as Shgagos, and he'll forgive him, and he won't get the Onesh, but it's not viewed as part of the process that brought man to the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu.